What's up everyone? Welcome to Hidden Power. This is a Pokemon podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Scarlet and Violet DLC, the Kalos region, Area Zero, Mega Evolution, Paradox Pokemon, and every single hint and speculation that might connect Paldea to Southern Kalos. This is going to be such a great episode. However, uh, we have some bad news. Lumios has lost his voice completely, um, but I am here with Soul Silver Art. What's up, man? What's up? Lumios wrote us this massive document. He's written out wild theories and defenses for these theories. We're talking about Kalos. The main question is, do we really think that Kalos is going to happen in the DLC? I, I yeah. pose it to you first. So will Kalos return? Um, I think there's a lot of variables here. I think for a long time, like let's just bring it back, right? I think for a long time people have wanted two regions ever since they first did it with generation two it's a no-brainer it feel it's like the closest thing um like a handheld pokemon game or handheld game uh could get to a you know like some sort of like open world experience right being able to travel to different regions and i think i would i would say you know it all started with the fact that kalos was was never given a third version right kalos never got a lot of closure that it deserved uh and and the series just jumped to generation seven so rumors of returning to kalos popped up in gen 8 with the gala region considering that like uh you know uh britain or what is it the uk um was so close uh in proximity to to right. france right mm-hmm. um and i i think i i don't know i i think there's a i, I think if it's going to happen, if we're ever going to go back to Kalos and they're going to give us some new answers, right? Give the game some closure, the story, some closure, add to the lore, add to the Pokemon and the legendaries. If that's going to happen, it's either going to happen now or it's going to happen in 10 years with a Kalos remake or something, yeah, right? I think you're totally right there. Like there's, if there was ever an opportunity, it was Galar or Paldea. That's it. Because yeah. they're literally the neighbors of France. It, it Logically. You know, Game Freak could just be like, you know what? We're in uh, the South American region for Gen 10, and, and here's Kalos. <laughs> you know, like, they don't... They really, really... They could do that. They could do that. Oh, they could... Yeah, they could give us, like... Um, I mean, that'd be wild, right? Yeah, yeah. Because in Alola, I'm pretty sure... It was kind of weird that, like, in Alola, Lily goes off at the end to Kanto. Like, that actually made me think, oh, wow, like what like yeah and we did we did get a kanto game afterwards which is kind of like hilarious Um, it did make sense like in the lore of sun and moon because you you came from um kanto i think if i remember correctly yeah you know i mean it it does like kind of go full circle and kanto's kanto after all so it's just it's interesting i think it'd be a lot of fun to go back to kalos i think there's so many hints especially with southern kalos and we're gonna get we're definitely going to get you, into it. But do you believe it? That's the I, question. Yeah, I'm dodging, <laughs> I'm dodging the question. I think I think I believe it. I think I really want to believe it. A lot of people write Game Freak off for not doing every single thing that we want them to do. But there are plenty of things that they do do, right? And I think there mm-hmm. are things in lore, theories that have been confirmed. Um, I don't know. It's just everything. Like I made my first Kalos game. My, I made my first Kalos postgame video in the summer before we even played scarlet and violet and that was purely out of just seeing the map and seeing where the clouds were um but now that the games are actually out a lot of the questions that i had have been answered right about like area zero and there's even more evidence to show that they're connected that's the biggest thing for me i do not think we're going to go 
through the entirety of Kalos. All I really want is a small area that we can like access, and it says this is the Kalos region, right? Yeah. <clears throat> this is a this is a part of the Kalos region that you know it's not it's you know it's different. So there's different Pokemon. You can see some Paldea Pokemon there. Um, there's some new regional forms that we never saw, but it's technically part of Kalos. I think they could also do that with. I think I would even be happy if maybe not as happy, but even if they like gave us a couple islands that were like Kalos territory. I think mm-hmm. that even that could be cool, but it would definitely be sweet to just like have us like all we have to do is all they have to do in the DLC is unlock that section of the map that you can't access, and then all you have to do is allow like your ride Pokemon to climb up the wall, and then you're in that new area, right? Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So okay, I, yeah. So what do you think? Well, <laughs> I. I man, I'm with you on it. It's just like it really depends on certain situations, but logically, it makes so much sense. There's a million hints that fans have picked out and somewhat sometimes created. Yeah, um, you know, Lu- like you're talking about Lumio's post, right? Yeah, definitely him. <laughs> He's definitely one of them. Um, but it's just Game Freak has never done it. You know, it's really just the whole thing. Well, not, I can't say never because of. Um, Johto and Gen 2 but um like just revisiting any kind of another uh region is kind of just out of out of contention let's say because you know a lot of people say like they they wouldn't be making money on that actual region which they would because they'd be doing it with the DLC but yeah. i it's just you have to look at it in different ways like what you said is that it would just be a part of Kalos that we'd never been to. That's just like a little piece. And that, that makes total sense. Like it should be a thing. And then that's not um, impeding. That's not like interrupting or, or lessening the value of like a full remake, right? Like it, it right. Not, like the actual remake, when that comes along, there's not going to be like less excitement because of that. Yeah. We have to throw that out completely. Like people that are, <laughs> I don't think there's anybody that believes this, but like someone that's like, it's going to be full Kalos, no. the whole, whole region. Yeah, that's not happening. Not happening. Um, I don't even know if I want it with the engine that we have for Gen Nine. I mean, no, to be honest, no, right? Yeah, no, that wouldn't be good. That it's impossible. First of all, it's just like they're gonna remake an entire region. I don't think it's happening like that. Yeah, um, I, yeah, you go for it. I think. Um, I guess I'm kind of curious. Like we all, everyone knows, at the end of Johto, you go to Kanto, right, and you you mm-hmm. explore the full sixteen. Or you get you get a total of sixteen gym badges, um, right? But in Gen three, I'm curious if the battle tower and the battle frontier, if that's technically considered part of Kanto, because I know in the anime that area is considered like Kanto territory. I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I'm just thinking of that now. I would just say like anything that was um, not in the original game was just like johto you know i don't know i I can't remember well where exactly that is but yeah if it wasn't like in red blue or yellow then i'd just say it's part of johto yeah just as a ground rule but yeah was that what was that what you were saying the battle frontier in oh gotcha i don't know if i clarified that (laughs) no sorry i was i didn't get that part (laughs) um in hoenn then um it is like it's it's on the hoenn map so i i always thought it was part of hoenn but I know yeah. p- people, at least people who follow the anime, they would consider that part of Kanto because, like, Ash goes back to 
Yeah. I think it's just like known to be Kanto. I got you. That makes total sense. I still that works perfectly because it still applies to me. Like I, I there's something called like anime canon basically yes, <laughs> in my mind, yeah, let's yeah, say, yeah. you know, so it's not really like, there's no pink Pokemon from those islands and all that stuff, you know, in, in the game. So I wish man. And they could, yeah. make it, they could make it a reality. They could crystal Onyx, you know, all that jazz. Um, they, I would not count it as Kanto like in Canon, the game lore, because it's not, Kanto in the game, basically. Um, same same rules as what I was saying earlier. Apply. Uh, so I, yeah. think all, I think also, like, there's... So even though we haven't received a full region, right? It, mm-hmm. We haven't received that since the very beginning. Uh, I think Game Freak has been very deliberate of, in, in tr- of trying to give us massive landscapes to then traverse in post-game, right? We saw that as early as Generation 3, with um with the Sevi Islands. I thought that was a huge addition. And that was an addition to Kanto even, right? Those mm-hmm. are like seven islands that you can actually go to and there's like new Pokemon. There's Johto Pokemon in there, which is pretty cool. Um there's like that whole extra island above uh to like the northeast uh of the Sinnoh region. To me that felt like enormous. That was like holy cow, like we got like a brand new there's a whole new yeah. body of land to traverse with like super powerful Pokemon. And then, and then with the Crown Tundra and all the DLC, which is what we're talking about, right? We're talking about DLC. Um, I think we should be looking at things that have happened most recently, which is Generation 8. And I think the, the Crown Tundra and the Isle of Armor are, are great. I think th- those are, are honestly great. To me, that's the best part of Generation 8, that and Pokemon Camp. And um, and I think if we get, if we can get more landmass uh, like, like the Gen 8 DLC, I'd be so happy. Yeah, I, I same. I ditto to all of that. Um, I think that it's just gotten bigger and bigger. Like you're explaining, basically, like every every let's call it DLC, but it's like you know the new versions would be DLC, same equivalent. Um, the the space has gotten bigger and bigger, and I mean this is the open world Pokemon game, so it's only gonna be bigger. I've I've been saying that for a long time. I think that the the DLC still has to be like an open world vibe. Yeah. So, I mean, at the at the least, like what I'm expecting and what is like acceptable to me personally, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. is like the same thing as Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor put together. Like that that should be the amount of space we're getting in the DLC. Um, but I, they always like to go bigger and do something different. So I think that they will, it'll be bigger even than that. Yeah, it's still open world, obviously. I mean, if just DLC in general, do you think it's only going to be Area Zero and Kalos, or do you think there could be other areas that we could that we could traverse to? I feel like if it's an island, right, then yeah. there's no way for us to see it because it's just not on the map. Well, it's you're getting into a whole different question because how many like DLC packs are we going to get? You know, yeah, let's, so, let's keep that brief. Cause I don't think we've actually yeah. talked about it on the podcast, but like, I'm curious to hear. What yeah, no, I, I just, I think like if there's, there's gotta be multiple DLC packs. I think, um, if there's two, like the last one, then, you know, I think the first one might have two, two places in it. It might, I don't think that just area zero can count as one DLC unless it's like really small DLC, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I do think that that will be part of DLC, like further into Area Zero. I can't, um, I can't speak to it myself because I haven't reached 
Area Zero yet in the game okay. still. Um, but yeah, so Area Zero and that like France area, those could be in just one DLC pack. And then so yeah. another DLC pack could be an island off of, you know, Spain or Portugal like that. Um, yeah, I think that's totally possible. And honestly, like, I feel like, like, we don't, I guess I don't need, like, so we got, we don't, I don't need a massive area to explore, right? Like, because I feel right. like it's much different. I feel like a massive area is going to feel a lot different in an open world game than it does in a game like Scar- uh, Sword and Shield. If they gave us, like, three or four DLC packs and they're just smaller locations, but they are maybe, like, more, they're, like, a little richer, right? They're, like, they have more things to interact with i'd be i'd be happier with that absolutely yeah i mean that's that's a problem of paldea in general for me like and and legends arceus i mean there's just like all this open world like this is the first open world pokemon game but there's just like not a whole lot going on in the open world other than yeah pokemon running around like content in there is always a plus like i think what i would like to see is like if the dlc allowed if the dlc like had maybe like houses to go into and then maybe that's yes a hint, please right and then like somehow that's a hint at what like gen 10 open world is gonna look like right? i mean gosh if they don't do that in gen 10 i don't even know what to say i so i haven't put out like a review on scarlet and violet yet because i haven't finished it obviously sure. but one of the main things is that like negative things that's huge for me like just for me personally like not being able to go into houses and explore like in cities is a huge letdown for me but just to bring it back to your original or i guess my original question to you was just like you know is kalos realistically coming you know like is it actually going to happen and i kind of disagree with you i don't okay, i don't think i don't think yeah i don't think that it's going to happen i wanted to All make right. sure to get back to it i I want it to. It makes logical sense. Like like I was saying, the stars are freaking aligned. There's a million hints and stuff that we have here from, from Lumi eventually. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's just like I was saying before, like Game Freak doesn't normally do it. So I'm just, I don't know. I can't see it happening. You just don't want to like, raise your hopes up too high, right? I just, I, I just don't see it. I cannot see it happening. It's such like... It's just like the fans want it so bad. And yeah. I will say, I will say, people have not realized that this generation that just happened, obviously, um, Game Freak did a lot of like fan service kind of things, like giving us evolutions to all those yep. um, specific Pokemon and certain things like that. Um, this would be like kind of in that same vein for them to be like, you know what? They've been asking for it forever. They've been talking about it, the whole Galar thing. That's a really you know, like, good point. Yeah, in Galar, we had the whole 18 gyms fiasco, and they listened to us, basically, and were like, you know what, they wanted 18 gyms, we're going to do it in Paldea, and they gave us, like, 18 badges, basically. Yeah. So, it's the same number, too, yeah. Yeah, so it's a whole thing that we've talked about in the past somewhat with just, like, the changing of the old guard, and there's, like, new um, devs and, you know, people working on the game that are making more of the decisions and so more of the the fan uh desires will be met i think because of them because they are actually more involved in in our world i'd say 
you know, like the, the older people, which I have all the utmost respect for, don't get me wrong, they yeah. just, they probably didn't, uh, like, pay as much attention to what we were crying out for for years, you know? Yeah, there's so. also, like, I mean, it, Pokemon Now is a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It, people from around the world, from many different walks of life, from different experiences, enjoy Pokemon. And I feel like for maybe the first 10, 15 years, it was, like, primarily a Japanese product, right? And I don't think Pokemon is that anymore. Yeah, it's changed a lot. I mean, even, and especially this generation, like, I don't know if you can tell, but just, like, in the character design and, in like, yeah. just where they're going with everything is just, it's a lot of change all at once. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited and scared at the same time, but, yeah. It's true, yeah. I mean, even with the Pokemon designs, like, I mean, yeah, we're gonna just going to get up. We're going to get off topic. Um, yeah. You could just ask, you could... Bring in Lumi's uh, answer to that question, I guess. Sure. Okay, so so to answer... So Lumi answered this question, right? Does Lumio's post think Kalos is going to happen? He goes, Kalos is not happening. Uh, but I do think South Kalos or an official in-game confirmation that Kalos is close to Paldea could happen. Um, this could be done through characters let's say Sycamore popping in to give you Kalos starters or Dexio and Cena giving you a keystone. That's actually really cool. I didn't, I forgot about Dexio and Cena. They show up in, uh, in the Alola region. They're like tourists. Yep. So that actually yep. is really cool. And it could be even bigger adding history lore to the region by say mentioning Paldea was the one at war with Kalos. Either way, Lumio city ain't popping up in SV DLC. That's a good answer. Yeah, he's he's sad, like uh, spicy about it. Let's say. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely a good answer. Uh, it it's like just exactly what we were talking about. I'd say. Um, but even the uh, the Galar connection, because I remember all of the people that were just like, when when Sword and Shield was coming out, they're like, dude, it's gonna be Kalos DLC, Kalos DLC. That's why this feels like so. Like, we've talked about it a million times because we have, but not this generation, which is wild. Um, Because it's the same exact thing, same story. I personally don't remember getting that excited for Kalos. I feel like Kalos has been, like, the hype for Kalos is alive now. Um, I do remember videos being, I do remember, like, consuming videos saying, like, oh, maybe Kalos could return. But it obviously didn't go anywhere, right? Like, there obviously was no, there's, like, there's no connective tissue between Kalos and Galar. And maybe there's a couple hints. But there, I, dude. There was. It was very similar. It for me, it was exactly the same as this. I mean, really, they they are connected technically in real world kind of things. But yes, the the um the map of Galar had the like clouds at the bottom, and everyone was like, "It's gonna attach to Kalos." See, and that, that does more. I, mean, I guess it could. That was even more Kalos. You know what was different is that, like Lumi says here, and like we were just talking about the main Kalos is not happening. Like, and yeah. that would have been that. There was no South Kalos. And yeah. South Kalos has been like a rumor in in the community for a long time. Before well, South this. Kalos isn't even a rumor. South Kalos is like a canonical place that exists that, that as far as I can tell, borders Paldea, right? Exactly. So like that's exactly the, where that's the thing from. where it's like you can't even argue with it. But you can. Because... <laughs> but you can. <laughs> because it's just a random throwaway line in the middle of a, yeah. a game. I say I say it like it's an opinion, but it's like <laughs> it's a prediction, not a, an opinion. Um, yeah. I do. I like the idea of like characters popping in. Something I was thinking about earlier with like the gym, with the amount of gyms, right? Like 
There was 18 in Galar. There's technically 18 challenges in Paldea. Uh, what if in, like, let's say they give us, like, an area. This really could be anywhere, like, any sort of DLC that we get um, for Scarlet and Violet. I like the idea of, like, maybe there's one gym on the new island, right? Or let's say right. there's, like, two gyms in Southern Kalos. Please. And they don't need to account for anything because we've already gone through the champion uh, or whatever, the champion tournament or whatever. Like, we're already, uh, you know, you're, you 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 become champion. Spoiler, soul. When you beat the game, you become <laughs> a champion. Um, wow. But, like, right? Like, <laughs> but I think it'd be cool because, like, when you go to Kanto, you get the badges, but they don't really do anything. Um, I guess, I don't know. I don't think they do anything. So, like, maybe you that'd be kind of fun. You just get two extra badges and, like, they're like, these are Kanto. These are technically badges that, um, you know, are valid in Kalos, but they're, you know, like, you can't do anything with them in Paldea, but, you know, it's a nice mm-hmm. little, uh, whatever you call it, like a, a souvenir, right? Yeah. I I like the idea of them, what you were saying with, like, other characters in there, too, like that. Um, just as long as it's not, like, in sword and shields. No, no, like, like sword and shields... Um, you know the two rivals that you had in the Isle of Armor. Sure. I was I was disappointed that they were like separate, like one for one uh, version. Yeah. <laughs> it makes them almost not feel all the real. characters. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's yeah. the same thing with Sada and Turo, to be honest. Like they should both exist. I don't. I don't I like, they, like the. You think they? You, I think they both exist. I mean, you got to beat the game. I'm, right. I'm pretty sure they it makes both sense. exist. It makes sense that they would both exist, but I mean, in the games themselves, and I mean, yes. at at the beginning of the promotional cycle of Scarlet and Violet, they were like they only exist in one game. I'm pretty sure it's on the website. It's like one, yeah, one professor because well, that, that's how they're featured. But right, um, I mean, this is not Kalos related, but I do like the idea of like you know going through a time machine or like accessing you know whether it's the third legend or whatever and then going to the time period you're still you're contained to area zero but going to the time period of either the past or the future wherever the original or wherever the the paradox whatever time period they come from and like you your character would be trapped in area zero but it's like a new time period so there's more paradox you know you get to talk to sada arturo um and maybe Heath, maybe there's like more evidence for Heath. Uh, there could be like a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, sounds cool. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So I, and, and there also are a ton of characters that we could totally see. Like I feel like um, what's his name, uh, Looker, right? Looker just like disappeared, right? Yeah. Looker should have been in Galar. It is <laughs> he should have right. That's where he really should have been. He it it blows my mind that he wasn't in at least the DLC. Or maybe they were trying to like give us attention to detail, and they were like, "Well, if Looker's from Galar, and he's traveling the world, he wouldn't be in Galar because he'd be traveling the world, right?" It's just set up too good, though. It's like he's yeah. he's kind of based off of Sherlock Holmes, right? And it's just yeah, why not? Why not just be like seriously? It's just a little cameo, even you know. <laughs> All right, it's kind of well, sad. It is sad. So let's move on to um, the next point uh, that Lumios wrote here. Um, you want to read it off for us? Yeah. This one's about mega so, evolution. Right. So he, he goes even deeper. This is kind of all of his ideas for the DLC. So he says, Mega's returning. I firmly believe this is possible. They know we love it. They know we want it. They've made a point to keep it alive even while it was absent from Sword and Shield. 
Um, solutions would be that you either can't use this in VGC or ranked, or more likely, in his opinion, they may make it where you can get one Terra and one Mega per battle. Um, but it can't be the same. So Mega evolving his Lucario, he'd lose the option to terrestrialize and vice versa. Um, it's, it's very interesting. I do not think that they will add new Megas. If they did, it would no. only be... Yeah, it's crazy. If they did, it would only be for one Pokemon or set of Pokemon like Paldean starters. Um, yeah, to be like the poster children for the DLC. Um, that's that's a lot. It's a very interesting thought process. There. Yeah, I, I think most of what's there is him trying to discredit people who would say like, oh, they wouldn't do Megas. They wouldn't bring back Megas because it's unbalanced. What, 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 what? Like, I, I don't think that's... I don't think balance is really going to be an issue or a determining factor. Um, I do think, you know, if we are in Kalos, like, like that's Kalos, right? Like, Kalos right. is what introduced Megas. The alternative is, and you can jump in, but the alternative is, is like, okay, maybe we go to Kalos and it's not the Mega timeline, right? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Because everyone, everyone always, yeah. like, splits up uh, the timeline between, like, Megas and non-Megas. And... um that that actually could be a really cool video to do because like in those different timelines, different things happen without the mega energy. There's like implications. So, yeah, I was just going to make the point, um, against it actually, but that, that like kills it <laughs> because I was going to say like, it can't be Kalos because if there was megas in Kalos, like that's the main thing and we can't yeah. have megas in the game. But if there's a, if it's the timeline where there's no megas, then which, which would be interesting. Right. Cause like, I mean, I feel like legends are Arceus was really cool about a lot. Like actually showing us not just like allowing us to theorize but like showing us that things that shouldn't be in this timeline are in the timeline with the with the with the uh not the ultra war not the ultra wormholes the space-time distortions right right um so i just, i don't know i feel like they're being better about like showing us these mysteries right even with the ultra wormholes even um you know the paradox i would love to see right like how the paradox have come to be um mm -hmm. i feel like those are, i feel like they're starting to be transparent with that and it'd be cool to see a Kalos region that doesn't have megas right that'd be wild it'd be such a cool take on it though because what if it's what like what if the i mean i have no idea lumi's got to be here we'll do a part two but like maybe yeah. right like maybe the separation is like um the world where megas are used and it discovered and repurposed whatever that's where Kalos wins right and then like mm -hmm. Or loses, maybe they lose in that scenario, and then like vice versa. Or, like if there's no megas, uh, Paldea loses and Kalos wins. So that'd be kind of cool. And again, th this would be the time to do it. Yeah, it it makes a lot of sense. Um, I jumped through a couple like, hoops there, but yeah, <laughs> I don't. I I'm with the like the whole like no Kalos no Megas either yeah. I don't think that Megas are, are returning either I I would love it he's he's like they know we love it and it's true um most fans would want want it back but yeah I I honestly don't care about Megas like when I look at them I'm like yeah that's nostalgic now it's been 10 years I think it would be pretty interesting to bring them back because they've been like bringing them back as like an extra thing I think mm -hmm. it would be pretty cool and especially in an open world game right where like finding things is content right it would right. make sense to like have all these available throughout the region and you have to find them there really are a lot of them so yeah. I, I don't know i think i think it'd be interesting and most of these pokemon are in the game right actually let's just go through this right now i guess 
Yeah. I guess there, there's there's a bunch of Kalos ones. Can't no, let's not go through it right now. But slope. A lot no. of them. Yeah, is Alakazam in the game? No. Okay, so, so yeah, so they're definitely and Beedrill's not in the game, Pidgey's not in the game. So there are some that aren't in the game, but a lot of these are in the game, hundred percent. Um Yeah, and I mean they don't have to bring all of them back either. They don't. I, it would make That's sense true. that they would if they're gonna bring them back, but yeah, I, I think it makes sense for the Pokemon company to like, they've always held back certain features, but I like the idea that they've, like, Megas exist and they can bring them back if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, but I also like that now that they're now that they're in, now they're introducing new battle mechanics that won't return and new forms that won't return. I do like that as well because it kind of it just like keeps the magic within the original game. Um, I would love to hear what you guys think. Like, if you think Megas are actually going to return. Um, just let, I don't know, let us know what you think in the comments. I don't know if you guys have any, like, uh, any theories, but I think it'd be pretty sure easy. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it'd be easy to implement, but maybe it would be more difficult because they would have to then, like, they would have to do a lot of testing. Like, that might allow a lot of new glitches, right? That's another thing. Yeah. Even, even interface. like with, yeah, even like with what Lumi was saying, like, that's already too complicated to me. Like, just yeah. to, to make a whole new... Meta, like the meta of competitive Pokemon is terrestrializing. It's not going to have anything to do with Mega Evolution, and even outside of competitive in the game, it's just maybe like a little special thing that sure. you could do. But why would they just drop it in for something like that? You know, yeah. I I just don't see it happening. Sadly, very sadly, it's it's crazy. They're going to just be like, it's yeah, just no, a none of this is going to happen. Yeah, it's a typical <laughs> Pokemon thing game freak thing that it's like you waited 20 something years for this <laughs> that's how long yeah. it's gonna be they you have to wait till freaking gen 6 remakes to get mega evolution back which probably would be in about 10 years right i feel like yeah. each remake comes out around like 20 20 years well they're going not, a little faster everyone. these days i don't know we'll see yeah they, they they changed their whole thing to like one game a year so that's true yeah um, I don't know. I, I just look at these and I'm like, they could implement them. They could. Of course I, they could. I don't know. Because <laughs> Gen 7 did have both Z-moves and Megas. I just want to put that out there. So it is... Yeah, like, it is Gen, 7, Gen 7 was definitely um, special. I mean, it was the last game on the 3DS and on handhelds, technically. Um, so I think that they wanted to go out with a bang with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and all that. Yeah. With adding all of those things in. Um, I, it's not impossible, let's say. <laughs> I, uh, I, or, I, I would put my money on that it's not going to happen, though. Yeah, definitely. But this last part that he brought up here, um, about there being, like, Megas just for the Paldean starters, that yeah. is interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because in the DLC, if you think about Sword and Shields, like, they gave... The Kanto starters and the Galar starters, Gigantamax forms. Um, I think that that is a likely kind of, I don't, I don't want to say model, because obviously we probably won't get Megas. I don't know. Something special for them could be on the horizon. Dude, okay, so like now I'm thinking, for so this one, all right, this, what I'm about to say is for the pattern heads out there who like love patterns, like weekly veiled patterns. So, so we have, okay, so we have Megas were introduced, 
that is a form changing, like a permanent form change, right? Like we'll forever have a design for Mecha Blaziken, right? Then they introduced in Gen 7 a, a battle uh, battle gimmick that has no form changing. It's just like a f- cool animation and then it happens. And that is the game where Megas existed. Then they introduced Gigantamax in Gen 8, which is another pr- form battle form with the battle gimmick. And that design will always exist, right? And there was no Megas in there. Gen 9, we're currently in an era where the battle gimmick does not have a physical does not have a design attached to the form change. So what if the, I mean the, you know one is not a pattern, two is not a pattern, but what if uh, this is the gem where they go, okay, well let's allow megas to be viable with this because it's another selling point. Uh, just want to throw I, that I, out there. I, I knew even, where you were going like instantly. I don't right even <laughs> I don't even believe it. Happening. But I just want to put it out there. Someone make I mean, you make a good point. That's a good point. I I thought about it actually when you said it earlier because I relate Gen 7 to Gen 9 like very closely. There's so many things. I've, I've said it a million times on Twitter, but like Gen 9 is basically a copy of Gen 7. Mm, so it could, it could be like that. Uh, if you look, there's the Titans and the Totems and the um, like trial... Ch- challenges versus doing gyms which instead they did like double here yeah um i could just go down the list of like things that are there's gotta, tons of things let's tons do that things. let's do a full episode about that that sounds fun yeah and so this could follow that it could okay so the third thing lumi writes and we haven't even gotten to like the list like this for those watching on youtube or, or on spotify like this is the we got a big list to go through but the next thing he writes this is just like a dm he sent us I think Carbank and Deonsi will get a story, even if only a side one, like uh, Keldeo in the Swords of Justice in the Crown Tundra. I do think they could t- uh, tie their lore into Terralistization and maybe even the third legend in Glamora because crystals and Terra crystals, you get the drill. Yeah, he's got a lot of like attitude in these messages. <laughs> yeah, right. He's he was like feisty writing these. <laughs> I actually don't. To- I need a full like he goes like you get the drill, and I'm like I think I need a little bit more time with this to process. Like I don't. I don't think I get it yet. Um, yeah. So basically, I don't know. So you can explain this better than me. Yeah. But like. Yeah. It's it's actually in one of his other uh, things that he wrote, but basically. Carbank. I think we've talked about it on the podcast actually, but yeah. Carbank is the only Pokemon that is coming via home that is yes. not like a legendary or a starter um or mythical or anything and i'm pretty sure Deancey is too so mm-hmm. um basically that's just insane like why would that be the only pokemon gen 6 carbink that is kind of related to Deancey in in the decks and lore i guess so he's just making the point there you know yeah that there could be a lot more to it like something special you know and i i do think that he says a story actually, which yeah. that would be really cool to get us like a side quest story. I mean, that was one of the other big things about uh, Scarlet and Violet that was a, a downside to me is like no side quest. This would be like an actual side quest story, yeah. which would be awesome. About that would be cool if like DLC introduces a lot of side quests. That would, I mean, it's disappointing. It's not in the base game, but that would be kind of nice if like all these new things open up and then I can like replay. A file at some point with those side quests as like an option um so to to also add to this point it like 
again, thinly veiled pattern here, right? Two is not a pattern, but I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, Keldeo was available in Sword and Shield. Um, in the, I think I'm pretty sure it was like in the, it was like in the code uh, for base Sword and Shield, and then Keldeo got kind of like its own little side quest mission in the Crown Tundra. So we could we could be looking at something similar here with that. That's like really small scale side quest. <laughs> it is. Like, no, it is. It is not a story. It's just a thing. So um, the story would be nice with Deancey, but truly, yeah. like I, I think. I mean, a lot of these mythicals, like, right? Like, that's the thing. We just, like, get handed the mythicals. And I think Deancey and Carbink were specific because they actually reference each other. I don't know if it's, like, in the dex entries or, like, when you talk to certain NPCs. But it was very, like, deliberately connected, these two Pokemon. Um, so I think I think not just... Like, even though there was a connection there, to get Deancey, it was just, like from a Pokemon Center, from a code from GameStop, right? So to get so to actually just get any sort of story would be would be nice. It doesn't even need to be that complicated. Yeah, I totally agree. Um I with the whole like uh side quest thing, it would be cool for sure to have like a big a big side quest in there. When you think about um like what are they gonna do for, for Paldea because they already did like the three quests in the main game, so they're gonna have to do like more mm. quests in the in the actual DLC. And I'm hoping for more than one because obviously Crown Tundra they did the the, um, the Calyrex like quest, let's call it. Yeah. That that was like a, a story, and I'm hoping just for more than one. It would make sense to do like two. Let's hope. Do you think we would get like? Do you think they would give us a like? So for each location, right? Each DLC pack, do you think they'll give us like? Um, a new Titan and a gym. There, I guess there wouldn't be any like Team Star. There, there'd be none of that. But like one of the locations could have a new Titan Pokemon to face, right? And then that could maybe give us like I guess that would that would mean that would mean that maybe we get a new power. Um, actually, I think I heard some. I heard some other creators. I I think it might have been another podcast. Um, they were discussing the possibility of like um, the fact that so like. Maybe we can get an increased power for our ride Pokemon. And right now, the the glaring thing is that our Pokemon will fly and then slowly decline after about like 10 seconds. Um, what if maybe the, uh, we could get a new power up where we can just like fly indefinitely? Um, that'd be really nice. Yeah, I'd, I would love that so much. Uh I don't know what else we could do, like maybe dive or something. Or yeah, dive the, would the be fly- really cool. Yeah, no, dive would be great. Would be cool. Dive would yeah. be great because there are Pokemon that live under under the water that you can't access. It's true. It just they would have to like uh, kind of model, I guess, a, a kind of underwater world or something that you could a little bit explore. That would be oh, the only tr- thing with that. That's true. I, I, I mean, unless it's just Pokemon down there, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like that's the only thing. But I love the flying thing. Yeah. Interesting. We can talk about that later. Um, anyway, so let's go over to Lumi's uh, list right here. We're just going to read it off. He's got hints to Kalos. So foreign language teacher is French and thus probably from Kalos. I think that makes sense. We've seen a lot of French-speaking people or people with like French accents or they'll say like bonjour or like some really basic French in the Pokemon re- in like various Pokemon regions. I think I think your rival blue, like the red and blue rival like Gary, 
he he does speak French at some point. What I forget what region it's in, um, but that would suggest now that Kalos exists that like that you know he was in Kalos, which is kind of cool. Right. I think that they've been doing that for a long time. With yeah, uh, I love it. There, yeah. but the, there'll be people who even speak like German, or they'll speak like I don't even know, just like literally any other language. Um, and you'll be like, that's interesting. Like, yeah, oh, I mean, they're, now all of a sudden they're speaking Italian. Like, yeah. does, that, does that suggest there's a, an Italian region Let's that hope. we don't know about? There probably is. Yeah, <laughs> right? Let's hope. Um, yeah, like the Masuda avatar always says ciao. So it's like, you know, True, maybe. Dude. Maybe. Yeah, but Masuda's it, been the, from Italy region the, this whole time. The whole time. <laughs> whole time, Masuda. Please do it. I really want, like, this is so off topic, but I really want, like, just like an old Roman, like, region. Just to to spice it up, you know, like we do an Italian region, but instead it's like yeah. old Rome. That'd be fun. Um, you, you just tweeted something today about um, the code name of Paldea or the original name of Paldea to be something that means Atlantis. Do you want to talk was, about that at all? It was like literally Atlantis, actually. Um, wow. The yeah, so like if you go into the game's code, um, you'll see that the name for Paldea or it's. So somebody was telling me it might just be Area Zero, but either way, Area Zero or the whole of Paldea, I think it's the whole of Paldea, was codenamed Atlantis. So, I mean, that's there's so much to go into with that, but it, it opens up doors to so many other theories because basically they they based a lot of that on Atlantis, like the, the whole Paldea. <laughs> um, so you can think of the implications for yourself there. That's crazy. Dude. Where, where is Atlantis supposed to be on the on like the real world map? Just like in so, the Mediterranean, or is it supposed to be? Yeah. No, well, it's outside of the Mediterranean, technically, um, because apparently it was a made-up thing by Plato, the Greek philosopher. Um, actually, I don't know if he was a philosopher, but anyway. Um, he, <laughs> he like, made it up, and he said that it was uh, in between, like, Hercules' limbs, which back then was the the Strait of Gibraltar. Okay. Um, is it supposed to be that little area between... Uh, Spain and and Africa there in Morocco yeah. I think okay. um, yeah so if you go through that little strait there outside is the Atlantic Ocean so I think that you know if you think back to that time period it's like Atlantic Atlantis mm, okay, it was yeah. like in the that was the Atlantic Ocean to them like that cool. that was the closest Greece was getting to the Atlantic Ocean so um yeah, that's that's where that all comes from. So just to like brain blast, we just talked about like, oh, what if we do another Titan, get a power to dive? What if that allows, you know, let's go Corridon to dive into a new area that's Atlantis? It's like an underwater um or don't, aren't there like underwater caves? Where? I don't know. In, I feel like that's in definitely in fiction. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't <laughs> like, know if those are real. Like, in Paldea right? in Atlantis. No, 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 no. Like, like you, uh, like the, the, you know, the crew of like high of like middle school kids, right? They'll have like I don't know. I'm thinking of like the Scooby Doo crew. Or, I don't even know. They go underwater. They come up, and then it's like, whoa, there's a cave here. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe um, like... <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. I I think with the whole Atlantis thing, it's really just more of like that's what Area Zero is, even though. Even though the map might be, have been called Atlantis, I think it's just about Area Zero. This is going into a whole other thing, but yeah. like, just that Area Zero is like a land underneath, like the surface, and it's all like a whole ancient and future civilization filled with mystery kind of thing. Um, yeah, I could go in 
to that pretty deep. <laughs> well, no, we can, uh, we can definitely move on. So then uh, Lumi also writes, Paldea is based on Spain, which neighbors France. Oh, I, I don't even know why I read that. I should have skipped over that. That's very obvious. <laughs> Good job, <laughs> he, Lumi. He wrote, he wrote that Good like, job. yeah. He, you think he was writing that for our benefit? Like he thought we didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just called us dumb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mega Evolution is referenced to referenced in a cult or O Culture, which is the magazine, mm-hmm. as well as clearly being used as an inspiration for Roaring Moon and Iron Valiant. Um, that one is really cool, right? Like, the, you know, yeah. we got uh, Roaring Moon right here. I'll read the decks real quick. Uh, it is possible that this is the creature listed as Roaring Moon in an expedition journal that still holds many mysteries. According to an article in a dubious magazine, this Pokemon has some connection to the phenomenon that occurs in a certain region. And the phenomenon is Mega, and the region is Kalos. Wow. Right? I mean, it's it's just a deck entry, but it's, <laughs> you know. See, the, the other thing is, like, Game Freak could be like, we're not planning to do Kalos, but here are a bunch of hints so you know that we know that it is right there, right? Yeah. Which would hurt way more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they. It's tough when they do that stuff. I wish that like Dex entries over the years, we know them to just be complete nonsense anyway. So yeah, that is doesn't true. Matter. Yeah. Like people base so much on Dex entries, but they're just like every time they contradict themselves, they come up with new lore. There's, it's just crazy. Yeah, it is but. true. I mean, we like in in universe, like the Dex entries that you read are just. Um, you know, they're biased sources, right? They're firsthand, yeah. but they're they're biased. Uh, so next, uh, Lumios writes, Dragon Trainers in the northeast of Paldea, the part that would hypothetically be uh, neighbor Kalos, so that's like right by that wall, uh, use the Collosion Dragons, Gudra, Noivern, and Dragalgy. So again, this, this... This blew my mind. This is cool. Have you not heard that? No, I, I did. I, I did a whole tweet on it and, yeah. and all that, but... Yes, it just when that I might saw not be that, a hint. it might not be a hint, dude. I don't know how that isn't though. I don't know how this isn't one. This is the maybe the strongest one to me because it's just like they're all there, like near yeah. where it should be. That's what's crazy. But they're also all using only dragons from Kalos. But they Why? could just because Kalos is supposed to be there. So all that could mean is like it's a hint. It, all it could mean is like, like those a, Kalos an Easter trainers. Egg. Yes, an Easter egg, right? Like, I gotta I gotta name the the title of the video now. Like one Easter egg from Scarlet <laughs> and Violet. We don't have 150. Um, I don't know. I feel like yeah. I feel like it could just be that like they lived there and they came over and they're, now they're there because we know we we know that you know that we know that Kalos is right there. It just could have been any dragon. Like, okay, they're dragon tra- tamers. They they could have any dragon Pokemon. Could be ha- what Haxorus is in the game. High dragons yeah. in the game. You know, it's yeah. like a hey, Dragalgi. I think. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think. I think it is a good. It's a good Easter egg at, at worst. At best, it's it's pretty dope. That maybe like, you know, I don't know. And it's also, like, a very ominous location. If you have been there in the game, like, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. there's anywhere else that feels like that. There's, like, these jutting spikes sticking out of the ground. It's pretty cool. That's, so, like, that and, like, the complete opposite of the map are the two places I haven't been yet. And so Area Zero. This is the <laughs> this next one, I think, is, like, 
I think that really cool for me. All Callow starters are in the game via home. This is so yeah. important because this was the case for Alola and Sword and Shield. Uh, and uh, they were given to you in Isle of Armor DLC. So, yeah, the fact that the Callow starters, you can even get them in the game is, it, I don't know, that, I think that's really cool to me. It, it makes me think that like at some point they're going to at least give them to us. It would be cool if Sycamore shows up. Right, and he's like, "Hi, I'm, I come from the Cal's region, and I'm." Handsome. That would be cool, right? So I that I could see happening. That's like a little fun Easter egg thing that they could do and be like, "Oh, Cal's is right up here," you know? Yeah. Where would he show up? I guess he would be like at the. He would be at the uh, whatever you call it, the academy, right? At the train station. <laughs> is it there a train station? Cal's. No, there was a train that goes to South Cal's or whatever. Remember? Yeah, but is there a train like station to... in in Paldea? No, I don't think so. But there could be in the DLC. Who knows? There could be in the DLC. Yeah, you hop yeah. up on that ledge, and there's a there's a train station right there. Yeah, the next oh, point goes God. with it um, perfectly too. Uh, just to continue yeah. reading it, it's just like all Kalos mythicals are in the game via home. Yeah. Um, and this is the only region to have all of the mythicals, um, like all of the Kalos mythicals in Gen That's Nine. Cool. Yeah. Even Volcanion. Yep. Even Volcanion. Even Hoopa. They're all. Yep. They're all in it. That's amazing. So, little side story. I have a complete living Dex, and I at some point got the Hoopa event in Gen Six, and I some I think it was in one of my games, and I didn't know it was in the box, and I reset it to like just play through another game, and I oh, now no. have and I just there's no way to get Hoopa, and so I've just had like an incomplete living Dex. I never got my uh, like sh- special event Magirna. Um, so this is great news that maybe in the next 12 months we could yeah, get they a, might. I could get a Hoopa. That'd be nice. Yeah, they might do like a distribution or something. That's what they usually do for these kind of things. Mm. Yeah, That's so a sad you, story. Yeah, it is sad, man. I, I'm, I, I'll take all the condolences. <laughs> it's, <laughs> is oh, it, man. do you think it's more sad than the fact that Lumios has been sick for five days? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right, moving on. Uh, a lot of Kalos Mons in general were included in the Paldea decks or via home. Starters, Mythicals, Flabebe, Scatterbug, Fletchlings, Skidoo, Clauncher, Skrelp, Halucha, Sylveon, Gumi, Noidat, Bergmite. I didn't know that the rest of that bullet was going to be listing off names. Right, um, me either. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says also, like, Carbink is up there. Um, you know, Carbink and Diancy, which we talked about earlier. Um, right. This is, like, pretty weak evidence. Yeah, you know what it tells me more than anything is just that uh, Kalos remake is very far away, which kind of like almost makes me feel like there's not oh. Kalos DLC coming. Do you know what I mean? They gave because... us all the Pokemon because they're like, you're not going to get a full game. Yep, you're not going to get these Pokemon in a game anytime soon. Is, mm. You know what I mean? Other that's than sad. this, <laughs> this is it here. That's like you're sad. getting them, and that's why they. That's, that's how they always do it. Yeah, that's true. Like that there's there's a sl- like, there's not as many uh, Gen five in this, so you know Gen five is coming up on the way. Cool. That's a good point. Yeah, we got to do a video on that as well. Um, I I don't know. I so I feel like the fact that they gave us a lot of these that could mean that like when we do go to Southern Kalos, those areas are mostly made up of these Pokemon, right? I, I could right. see that. Also, I think I think also like Kalos has a pretty small deck, so it doesn't necessarily mean that like those Pokemon won't be available. I think it just means like. You know, there's only so many that you can add. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, and, and there's no Pumpkin Boo. There's no Trevenant, dude. Those are really good ones. Those are, the, those are like some of the best ones. I know. All right, let's move on to some more speculation stuff that uh, Lumios wrote for us. We're going to get into Area Zero here. Uh, so the obvious one, uh, which <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it out. I'm reading it in my mind. All right, yep. so Area Zero, Lumios writes, Area Zero, AZ. While I hate this logic, if you don't bring it up, 50 million people in the comments will, LOL. So you guys should leave a comment saying that we didn't talk about this. So Lumi has to like listen back and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> AZ. I think zero. so I was so in preparation of this I was actually watching Lumi's videos to be like to try to get like his comments like in my mind um and what he did bring up was that he he read something that maybe uh what was it I think it was so AZ wasn't no Area 0 wasn't named after AZ but maybe AZ like almost took the name or has become or that's like the name that was given to him um, because of the events of Area Zero, right? They were like, it was so shameful that people just started referring to him as AZ, right? Yeah. I don't think Area Zero would be named after the person who did like a horrible crime, right? And then Lumi talks about this in his video. Um, so I think there could be a connection there. It feels, I don't know. What do you think about this? Because I feel like it's like feels deliberate. It's a crazy connection, like, what like it could world. be, it could mean nothing, but it literally feels deliberate. I almost feel like it's the localization or translating team that is just messing with us because I think that in Japanese it's not same. I think it is. Uh, I think we looked at this it? up. I think we looked this oh, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. Hey, let me, let me um, look it up again. I think I remember that we did because you asked that same did. thing. Yeah, but yeah. So go. But yeah, your point. I just, I do. I think it's a crazy connection, but I it's just like I've been saying this whole time. I just don't think that Kalos is happening. So it's it's kind of I don't know. I don't know why they did it like that. There's that it's literally what I said at the beginning of this podcast. There's so much evidence for it to be real. Logically, it should totally be happening, but it's just the game freak logic is is in the back of my mind and fighting against this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's. I mean, I. I feel like there's things that they. I mean, we'll get into it here, but I feel like there are just there are connections with Area Zero that just line up perfectly with everything that we also know from Kalos. So, um, let's mm -hmm. see. Let's see what else Lumi writes. Area Zero's crystals look very similar to the Ultimate Weapon. Um, that one is totally true. Like, let yep. me just look up a picture of Area Zero. Um, it's it's kind of wild, and then also that adds up. I think he writes this later. That also adds up with like, or it lines up well with how Glamora looks. Um, mm -hmm. Area Zero crystals, and again, like it seems like it's not like there's a profound statement here. It's not like this is this, and that's why it equals this. It's just like these connections feel very deliberate. Like yeah. you could easily make them look different. I don't know why Area Zero crystals aren't really showing up. I guess I don't the, actually know that. I don't know that one that he's talking about with the Area Zero crystals. Obviously, so the, I haven't been down there. But oh, that's true. Oh, you can't even see my screen right now. Yeah, no, I can't. Okay, so like <laughs> when you're fine. down, when you're down there, it's like there's these like uh, multi, uh, like multicolored see-through crystals. It's like they're like glass. Okay, I see. Crystals. I see what he means. Then. And then that yeah. lines up, and then the ultimate weapon is like looks like as if it's made up with that material. 
Um, I was thinking the shape of it, but that makes <clears> sense. So yeah. yeah, and then the, I think the sh- so this is the next point. Glamora, when in bloom, sort of resembles the ultimate weapon as well. And Glamora litters, like it's like Glamora is like a, a defining feature of Area Zero. When you get down there, you're gonna see so much of it. Um, and then that, so again, that does that's like okay, well that's a silly stretch, but maybe there's something there where like there's a paradox form of Glamora that we don't know about, right? Um, or I don't know, or maybe like Glamora is a paradox of the flower, like the like Az's floet or something. Because yeah. I know, I know, like, um, I like I feel like f- that whole line, the whole like floet line, the Pokemon is so small, right? And then the flower is mostly what you see first. So this actually would line up. It's like the the, the future Pokemon that are depictions or interpretations of Pokemon. They kind of like take something. And can misconstrue it, right? So it's like, I, I just kind of had it. <laughs> go for, right? go for it. I just kind of have a revelation while you were talking. Yeah, yeah. About I'm, that. I'm, I'm having this revelation. <laughs> like, like maybe that's and and you see, you'll see when you play Area Zero, you get down there and Glamora, you're shown like there's these cutscenes that are like, wow, what is this Pokemon? And all every time it does it, it's a paradox Pokemon, but it also does that for Glamora to suggest that Glamora could be a paradox. But what, what's your revelation? The uh, when you were talking about um, Az's floet, yeah, and I was just I was thinking about it. Its flower, yes. Az's floet's flower, is the ultimate weapon. Like it looks like the ultimate weapon, which looks like Glamora. Yes. When you were wow. saying that it could be like a paradox of Az's floet, I was like, how could that be? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> it could be like it's like literal flower. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't know if you can pull it up, but AZ uh, yeah, Floet, like the I'm, actual... I'm showing it now. Yeah, yeah. the black flower. It's interesting it looks like to... the ultimate weapon. It does. It, it's got the... Yeah, it really, really does. It's um, a purposely shaped like that, I'm like pretty sure. Yeah. So these are just like things, and it could... Like there could be no connection, but I feel like there's got to be some sort of... There'll be something that it... I mean, and the thing with Pokemon games is sometimes they don't even explain. They don't mm-hmm. even explain things. They'll just be like, <laughs> here's some more evidence. Figure it out. Go watch Bird Keeper Toby, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think the last thing here, just about Floet that I want to mention is like I love that it's 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 like official name is Eternal Flower. It's the Eternal yeah. Flower Floet. I call it Az's Floet, but like Eternal Flower sounds like a paradox name. So I think that's really cool. Um, might just be that's like might just be a residual thing that they were able to make. Like they just kind of retconned it, um, but I think that's I think that'd be just is interesting to point out. Um, so moving on, another piece of speculation: Pokemon has made a point to keep Mega Evolution alive, arguably more than with uh, than Z moves since leaving the mainline games. Megas have been seen in Masters, Go, and the anime. Ash even got his first Mega. I mean, we talked about Megas earlier. It is true, Megas do also exist in Let's Go. Pikachu and Eevee, which is a very weird place for them to return. I guess it's not that ridiculous because Megas were in Gen 7, right? So it was Megas were in Gen 6, 7, and then Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. And then I feel like that was a surprise when Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee came out. I feel like that was a surprise that Megas like were in the game. <laughs> it just like fuel to the fire, like for people to be like, well, they did it for that game, you know? It could happen anywhere now. Like, why, why did they do that? Yeah. Um, it was... I was going to mention this earlier because we were talking about like just bringing back some of the megas that are actually in Paldea. So like Alakazam isn't. Um, 
they only brought back the Gen 1 uh, yes. Megas for, for yes. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. So that also is a, like provides precedent for that precedent. Yeah, no, true. And then he writes that Mega Evolution data was scrubbed in Sword and Shield, but it was brought back in Pokemon Legends Arceus for some reason. Um, I don't really understand how that works with like game development and and what like ends up in code. I don't know if you have any opinions on that, but I think that you, that you is, saw that it, is interesting. Right? Did you ever like? Did you hear about this before? Or see that? Yeah, the, I I made a lot of videos saying Megas were going to be in Pokemon okay. Arceus. <laughs> Perfect. I admit I admit that I was wrong. Uh, yeah, right. misinformation. I didn't mean to get that out of you, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's so it's a thing that does um, with all of their games. They leave data in their like older data of older games in their new games. I don't know why, but it is a proven thing that they do that. And this was also another example of it. It's weird though because they took it out. Yeah. It in Switch. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it wasn't in it wasn't in Sword and Shield. I was watching someone's video and they were describing how they were trying to like figure out how Game Freak like creates games and and, and they were suggesting that Game Freak really has just like, like this like exclusive game engine, right? Like they're not using other, they're not using game engines that other like, that are like widely available or, or whatever. Right. So they mm-hmm. have this, like they have this like game engine that they just keep altering and changing. And the code is different. And maybe they, what they were suggesting is like, maybe it's so difficult for them to scale their team is they bring people in because they have this like proprietary, like totally unique, um, difficult to work with game engine and code that when they bring new people in, then they have to like learn how to use it. And it's just like more and more difficult. Um, so I guess it would make sense that if they have like a game engine that they've just been like adding on to, that it would contain data from other games. Um, yeah. Just kind of an, yeah, just kind of an idea there. Definitely. Um, so we got Mega Gardevoir's reference in Pokemon Legends Arceus with the rock that resembles it in the Alabaster ice fields. This becomes more important when one factor, when, when you factor in that Pokemon Legends Arceus had several hints to Scarlet and Violet. So he's kind of saying here that, like, um, you know, Pokemon Legends Arceus hinted to SV. Mm-hmm. And Which then, I agree with. Yeah, and then, you know, and then there's now hints to what could be next. Um, I think, I think yeah, we, we see lots of hints. Game Freak is always hinted, right? The one mm-hmm. that I always think of, I don't know if you remember this, but, like, the floor of the Pokemon Center and I think it was Diamond and Pearl, was gold and silver. And everyone's like, that means we're going to get a gold and silver remake. Right. That's what I always think of, which is like, feels so petty and inconsequential, but it was right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy sometimes when they are right. <laughs> so, uh, okay, next we got Zygarde is depicted with a relationship to hexagons, as is the third legendary. This one I was thinking about today... Um, I think a lot of people are talking about Zygarde, and maybe it is a different form of the third legendary. I think it is possible that they could, like, there could be, like, a 1,000 complete form or something, right? Where, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't even make sense, because 100% is, like, it's limited. It's, like, 0 to 100. Um, yeah. But I feel like they could do something else where, if Zygarde is all about, like, smaller cells joining together to create something else, what if... Right, like everything we've heard about the third legendary in Zygarde is that they like they they enter like or they they exit their their dormancy um, when there's some sort of threat to the environment. 
I like the idea of, you know, we see 100% complete Zygarde, right? We see those as like a total, a final beast. But what if each of them acts as a, you know, as a cell or maybe 10%? And then when, and then all of a sudden, like if something like area zero happens, it threatens, you know, it threatens like just destroying the environment, letting out the paradox Pokemon. Uh, all of these neighboring Zygarde just come together to form even something even bigger, which is maybe the third legendary. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. People keep talking about the hexagons um, and, and how they connect Zygarde to the third legendary. What do you think about that? It's, it's hard to say. I, it's both. I think like it could go either way. Um, I think that you made, you brought up a really big point is that Zygarde comes when uh, like there's balance imbalance, you know, yeah. like something is creating something that shouldn't be there. Zygarde's out there trying to stop it. I feel like the third legendary could be related to actually causing the like the sure. problem. You know, instead of instead of being Zygarde to come to fix the problem. But I mean, I haven't finished the game, but I know a lot of stuff about the end of the game. So, you know, them bringing uh Paradox Pokémon in is like literally destroying like if Paradox Pokémon got to the surface or whatever, they'd destroy like the ecosystem and yeah. all that so that would be a perfect time for for a zygarde to come and save everything um which could fall right in perfectly with the third legendary if that's really what it is yeah. but i don't know i have my reservations on it the hexagons is the only real like, connection. connection yeah other, other than the you know like all these Kalos connections <laughs> you know it's, it's just like oh Kalos might be connected so let's connect this too um it's a reptile that has hexagons, so it's like, oh. <laughs> it ha yeah, it has to be Zygarde. There's only, it, yeah. Yeah. It can't just be like a design, it can't just be like a design choice. Um, yeah, so something something else that we talked about are like how there's a lot of Megas uh, that have, like, or the, there's a lot of Pokemon that are in uh, Scarlet and Violet that have Megas. Um, so we can we can skip past this. Lumi wrote down two leaks here. Do you want to cover these, uh, Soul? I think he 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 left he like included his opinion on the leaked like riddle right um right and i think i mean we don't ne i mean he's not here to defend himself so i'd like to mm -hmm. like i'd like to rebuttal a little bit um yeah <laughs> you want to read these sure i'll read them um so we have our resident leaker um uh, riddler let's call him because he doesn't really leak um but he does uh who is mr Koo and he Apparently, according to Lumi, has teased Mega potentially. Mega's potentially returning. Actually, he kind of did with one of his um, replies to his his riddle. So I guess that's fair. Um, he asked what gimmick stands out and why. Um, the answer was confirmed to be Mega's. He was like, "It's Mega's," um, because they are the only gimmick to appear outside of their debut region in the mainline games. Um, so there's a lot to be said about this. Uh, I think. Personally, just covering Koo for so long, um, I think that there's more of a riddle here than than just what he said. He doesn't just say it's Megas; it's more than it's just Megas. I think. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where I uh, like instantly rebuttal. Sure, I like that. The yeah. next one here is like something that was recent, um, and honestly, had me second guess a lot of the content that I've been putting out, a lot of the ideas that we've been playing around with. Um, so I think that's healthy, but I, I'm curious. So Koo writes, 
uh, or he teased that people have their hopes too high for DLC. Um, and what Lumi writes here is is what I agree uh, with is that maybe he's referring to people thinking that the entirety of Kalos will be available. Um, I we we all talked. We none of us think that is actually going to happen. Um, so hopefully he's talking about that and not the fact that Kalos DLC will not happen at all. I I don't know much about this. But I don't think I almost don't think that that's what he was even referring to for like DLC. I think that he was referring to like plans for 2023. Um, mm. So like people were saying, you know, Detective Pikachu two and and like well, other good. huge surprises that are things that are going to happen. You know, good. I think. I think maybe not all of that is going to happen. It's just going to be like DLC and and like a a mobile game or something. You know, like yeah. who, that's what I think he he never even said like having hopes too high. It's just uh, a little bit concerning. He, you know, us as Poke fans, we just instantly are like, let's go, let's let's think of like the craziest thing that could happen. But the reality is usually a lot different than that. Yeah. I think it's just, he's just like reality checking us with that tweet that he. Which out. is good. I think there has been. I mean, I've noticed it online on YouTube. That there's just like a whole wave of Kalos uh, speculation. And now that new people have got the game for Christmas and in the holidays, I think there's like another wave coming. You know, where mm-hmm. we kind of are anticipating DLC announcement anytime from now to February. So you know, ho- people are excited. I hope that's why you're watching the video right now. That's why we're making the video because because yeah. we're also very excited about the possibilities, right? Um, and then uh, yeah, so Lumi wrote a couple more rabbit holes that we could go down. Um, you know, we've already been talking for a long while, but let's let's review these. Would Megas, if returning, be allowed in VGC? If so, how would it function alongside Terrestrial? No. Yeah. No, it's the answer. Yeah, it's. I don't I, think it's. It would not be allowed. I think if it if it is if it is brought in, it just will be allowed. I think if it is not brought in, it's not it's not allowed because it's not in the game. But I don't it's think just, there's. I think they can easily. The thing is, what I've realized in this last hour is that if they do bring in megas, they're gonna have to create new assets. Um, and then also like test out whether like whether or not megas is gonna allow for more glitches, right? Like when you mega, can you like can some people figure out a way to break it where then you have Terra Mega, right? Or can it right. or can they just work seamlessly? Or maybe they just work differently. Maybe they work maybe they work this would be weird. Maybe they work how they work in Pokemon Go where you mega evolve your Pokemon and then you have it have access to it for a duration of time. Where you mega evolve it outside of battle. That's how it works in Pokemon Go. So that's actually that's kind of interesting. Interesting, yeah. I, I don't see it. I can't see it. I don't I, see it. I'd love it, but yeah. It's... Okay. So <laughs> if Kalos if Kalos did return, would it be made up of an open world game or be kept linear? Um, he says it won't return, but just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is all about. This is yeah. all about it won't return, but just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think even I think I think everything in this game is going to be, I think everything's going to be open world, right? Yes. Like, what I does agree. linear even mean at this point? Yeah, I, it it makes sense his question because Kalos is linear, and so yeah. he's saying like if they brought back actual Kalos, you know, that's it. That is a good question for like the future, and uh, you know, like even for us to talk about one day, like what are they going to do for future remakes now that they've made the transition to open world? Yeah. Are they just going to be like 
normal, like almost like sword and shield, yeah. uh, you know, or, or are they going to be open world versions of them? Like Hallow's open world. I don't see the latter happening. It's just so much to take on. And I think remakes are supposed to be like easier yeah. for them to make. They should be. Yeah. I think, I think I mean, we, we got to do a full episode about this. Um, I yeah. do think the chibis are a little bit too, like they're just oh, trying to get a little oh, bit oh, too no. cheap, trying to get away with something. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think if it was, I think if the, I think if BDSP looked more like maybe Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, I think I'd be happy. Which with also kind of had chibis. Which is it fun. was. It is chibi, yeah, but it's still like it's still an elevation. Right? Better. I feel like they can. <laughs> I feel like if they make an engine that is like Gen Six, that's a good model because it's still old fashioned. It's still chibi, it, but it would be polished. It'd be upscaled for HD. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. So I that's yeah I that that's cool um man we we do have to have that conversation that'd be fun um, yeah that's a hu- it's a huge one actually so Cal's characters that could or you would want to return to show up in DLC this kind of goes back to the old thing about like um about like whether the game's linear or not like I think anything any access we have to Kalos Southern Kalos um I think it'd be a lot of fun to find characters returning. Something that they used to do in older games. Maybe it wasn't only in Heart Gold, Soul Silver, but there was like a gym where all of the gym leaders would show up to at different times of the week, right? So you play through Heart Gold, Soul Silver. There's 16, uh, you know, gym battles, gym trainers, gym leaders is what they're called that you defeat. And then every day of the week, there's a random chance for one of them to show up, and then you can rebattle them with their final teams. Uh, I think it'd be weird, but also very cool. Well. Yeah, right. Like if if just like right like just a random character shows up from whether it's paldea or maybe no i guess if it's in kalos the kalos trainers show up right that'd be so mm-hmm. cool and they did I'd... something like that in gen 7 and we see gen right. 9 copy a lot of things from gen 7 right we see that was dude that was surreal that like rainbow rocket introduced all yep. of those like old evil team members um and then also like the battle tree allowed for you to battle red and blue like that was so cool it was um, epic so sick, dude. So, like, yeah. I could see something like that. And that'd be a fun way to, like, I don't need the whole region. If I'm technically in Kalos and I'm battling Kalos people, that's, all, like, that would be enough. You're in Kalos, basically. <laughs> that would that would be enough, right? Yeah. I think something like that is realistic and, and would be good. I don't, I still don't think that they would do it, but they should do it. Like, it makes sense. It's, like, a way to get away with Kalos, but not even go to Kalos. And we don't even have a battle like facility at all mm-hmm. so like i do that think it, that that it will be coming in the dlc like i just i can't see them not putting some kind of battle facility in there i, I don't yeah. i don't know what the rules will be or what the format will be but something yeah. has to happen i don't know that actually gets me excited i i would be very mm-hmm. happy with something like that where we could battle those older characters i mean the pixel games always did it best because like in gen 5 you could battle everything from all five regions yeah. Even even people who weren't even like battle like battleable. You fought <laughs> rivals, you fought main characters, you fought gym leaders, everything. So, you know, anything like that would be sick. Literally spoiled. They so spoiled, spoiled us. Man. So spoiled. <laughs> they spoiled us. No, so we so much has been taken away. <laughs> yeah. And then um I don't know. So do you have any lasting thoughts about uh about Southern Kalos, Kalos DLC? Scarlet and Violet DLC in general. We we definitely gotta. I mean, there maybe we do a follow up episode with Lumi about uh, just DLC in general because there are so yeah. many possibilities. We we've been hyper focusing on Kalos. 
Um, but I think it would be fun to just do like a general DLC video. I agree. I I mean, people when they listen back to this, they'll hear us say, "Oh, we should do a video about that," like five yeah. or six times because there was so much stuff in here. Um, and we will. For- yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely uh, listen to us, leave a like and all that stuff. <laughs> um, but I, uh, for like last thoughts on it, after doing this and talking with you about this, I I don't want to switch to like Kalos could be possible, but there's just, I can't like 100% count it out, you know? It's still a very uh, decent possibility. I don't want to say like probable or anything, but... It's just there's so much like that we've laid out here today and and talked about that make me think wow like it's a very big opportunity and seems like it's possible. Yeah, I, th- I think I think overall like I, when I close my eyes and imagine what the what the direct is going to look like in February, like I can almost see some of the things that they would tease. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it goes back to what we said in the beginning. If they're going to do it, now's the time. If they don't do it now. And the next, you know, whatever, next region's in China or the next region's like another European country or it's in Japan or whatever, like, um, then so be it. But, like, if they're going to do it, it would feel right now we're a long way away, at least, you know, from the predicted timeline of when a Kalos remake could come unless we get some sort of, like, wild. So this is this is the – I said this on another episode. This is the only other thing that I think probably won't happen, but – could happen if 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 we don't have if, if we don't get DLC and it's Southern Kalos and if we don't get a Kalos remake right if we don't have to wait for ten years if they throw us some sort of wild card and they build Kal- a Kalos remake in the Gen Nine engine and then that's that's where and then they show us a new perspective of Kalos right I think it would be a different perspective of Kalos if there's if it's the Gen Nine engine and there's no Megas and it's it's the it's the timeline where there is no mega evolution, right? I think they could do mm-hmm. something twisted like that, um, and show and show the uh, right. I think that could be really interesting, and it doesn't need to be legends. And I'm not even expecting it. I'm just saying like that. I think could possibly be a possibility. The fact that there are so many hints that are deliberate and connect the two regions together, I think it, it feels like you know if we're gonna keep expecting things based on patterns. They want to. They want to surprise us, and that's right. that's on the far spectrum of being surprised, right? Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe the fact that I even thought of it means it'll never. Like, okay, well, they're gonna, you know, <laughs> they gotta yeah. do something even different now. But I, I think, yeah. I think, uh, I think we're gonna get some sort of recognition of Kalos, and that excites me. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the bottom line to take away from all this, though. Is like, they if none of this is pointing to a Kalos DLC, a South Kalos DLC. That's what it was, though. They were just recognizing that Kalos is close by and it's has influence in, you know, Pokemon World Spain, which is Paldea. Leave us all your comments. We read every single comment. We reply to a lot of them. Um, if you leave us a good question, we'll even answer it uh, on the show. Uh, this, was a, this was a long episode, so we're not going to be reading questions right now. Um, but as you can see, this is our web page or YouTube page. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, get this page monetized. Um, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, um, leave us some reviews. That'd be that'd be super cool. It's It kind of blows my mind. Uh, so I'll show you afterwards. It blows my mind how many people are actually listening. Uh, 
via a podcast app. Uh, it, it, it makes me very grateful. Um, so yeah, I hope everyone's having a great 2023. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hopefully Lumi is feeling a little, a little bit better. Uh, yeah. yeah. Peace out guys. Peace out. Peace.